You're talking about how my whole life, I've geared everything to tear down Hulkamania. I've done everything I can to destroy you. You know something, Hogan? You are 100% correct. I will not sleep, I will not eat, I will not rest until I am the manager of the heavyweight champion of the world and you're out of professional wrestling. Now, I don't care if you're sweeping streets, if you're cleaning subways, or if you're in a field someplace or institutionalized for the rest of your life for the terminally bewildered because your mind is gone. I don't care about you. I can't stand you. Matter of fact, I hate you. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-Hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, all right, here we go. What's up, guys? Monday. Monday edition of the Taz Show. We are live right now on the Radio.com app, which is updated, and I strongly suggest you guys download it. It's pretty cool. So thank you for listening live there. Maybe you're listening live or watching live at TazShow.com. Thank you for that. Or maybe you're checking out the podcast version on Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn. That's very cool. Also, you can also check out the podcast version on the Radio.com app. Maybe you're doing that. Regardless, I appreciate you guys pulling the show in. You have a packed two hours coming at you here. I'm inside the Gimmick Clubhouse, and the team is here in full effect. So we'll get into some chatter here about the Loose South Invitational. We'll talk some NFL. Um, before I do any of that, I'll give you guys the phone number of the show. If you'd like to call the show, uh, that is what they call a uh, very simple type of easy deal, simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. So you can call the show if you'd like. We'll be on Facebook Live later on. We'll be doing that. Uh, raw preview. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. But um, before we get rolling here into the show, I part of the beginning of the show, I'd like to uh, mention what you saw at the very tippy top of my show, and that's a uh, in memory of uh, the late great Bobby the Brain Heenan, who unfortunately left us uh, yesterday on Sunday, September 17, 2017. This man was. Not just a great, great, great performer and blazed a trail for so many, including yours truly, after him. Um, He was, uh, several times I have had interaction with him during my time in WWE, was just a great man, awesome guy. Just, if you never met him, he was just like he was on TV. You know, funny, wise guy, sarcastic taking shots at you, uh, quick-witted, just completely, um, completely, completely awesome guy to be around. And um, I, I I can't sit here and say I spent a ton of time with, with, with Bobby Heenan, but I remember the first time I met him and I was working um, 
for WWE, and uh, he had come back for something. I can't recall what it was. He was backstage, and he was probably one of the only guys, only people, I should say, from the business or anything of celebrity that I was actually nervous to approach because I was in awe of him, how great of a performer and character and personality he was for so many years and how much he influenced me, you know, uh, as, as I was becoming a commentator. Because when I met him, I was just starting out my commentary career with WWE. And it was, um, I was like, wow, I was, I was, I was uh, nervous to meet him. And, and Michael P.S. Hayes is the one who introduced me to him. And uh, I'm like, bro, he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll introduce you to Bobby, come on. And, and I'm like, I'm nervous. And, and P.S. Hayes goes, bro, he's the coolest guy, man, don't worry about it. I'm like, and, and sure enough, he was. I mean, he just, after just meeting Bobby Heenan, it was like, you, you felt like you knew him 25 years once you talked to him for, for 30 seconds. He was that guy. You know, he was that type of guy. Um, but his career was just, you know, you got to realize, like, during, during this guy's, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, during his, his heyday, during his prime in the WWF, you know, and during that era in the industry, you know, the 80, early 80s, the mid to late 80s, all that stuff, managers were everywhere. They were pro wrestling managers everywhere. For you younger fans, you look at someone like, Paul Heyman and you know he's an advocate well back in the day though people that do what Paul does now they were called managers <laughs> so you know and it, they're still managers Paul Heyman might tell you different in a joking manner but advocate manager second whatever you want to call it that they were everywhere they were managers for wrestlers on camera managers every place and great ones during that era under the same roof under the same company banner and contract as Bobby Heenan. Guys like Freddie Blassie, guys like Lou Albano, you know, I mean, it, 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 uh, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart. All, these guys were just, and I'm missing others. I mean, others came in, you know, I mean, it, it, others before him, like the Grand Wizard. I mean, it, it, it nonstop. I mean, there, there were so many great managers just in that one territory. Old school fans know what I mean when I say territory. And... Uh, WWF and under that banner, you know where Bobby Heenan was. There were so many guys around him doing what he did, competing against him, and somehow, some way, Bobby Heenan, the WWE Hall of Famer, and rightfully so, managed to persevere and rise above so many of these great personalities that were there doing great jobs. Also, that's no disrespect to any of them, but in my opinion, Bobby Heenan, I think a lot of people would agree, was the best at what he did. He was the best manager of heels and heel stables. He was an amazing color commentator in hysterics. He was an amazing commentary in studio with his best friend, the late great one himself, Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop? And that bite you hear from the sound effects store on my show. I play so much for two years and close to, you know, 400 and whatever we're running at, 445, 460 episodes, wherever we are, 450, whatever. I played it out of respect for Gorilla Monsoon. That's why that's played. Will you stop? And 
that that line was said mostly to Bobby Heenan, <laughs> which a lot of folks don't realize. And another thing that you hear a lot in my show, you heard at the top of my show and most every show, unless I'm in a rage cave, you hear another person who is ultra tight and close with now the late great Bobby Heenan. Attention hotline fans. And we're talking about Gene Oakland. You know, these, these guys worked in the studio, worked on a regular basis with Bobby Heenan. Um, these men were all great during that era. All great. Bobby Heenan, no matter what role they put him in as an entertainer, as a bump taker, as a, uh, he did that slapstick comedy stuff too, which nobody in the business was really doing. And he did that. Uh, and did it unbelievably. Like I said, his com- color commentary was hysterical, was so entertaining. His managing skills to get talent over, to make heels. If a guy was a big, rugged, bruising guy and didn't cut great promos, Heenan give him the rub and Heenan manage him, get in the Heenan stable. Hulk Hogan, I think, would tell you he might not be the success he is today without someone like Bobby Heenan being the adversarial mouthpiece of the heels. So, I mean, you know, Bobby Heenan is responsible for so much success for so many people in this great industry of professional wrestling. So I, I, you know, I wish I knew Bobby better than I did. Every time that I interacted with him and met him, I obviously always gave him the most utmost respect and loved to just shoot the shit with him. And he was, I remember we were, I'll tell you what, um, we were in, we were here in New York City. <sighs> it was not the garden. It was not even a, sh- it was, what the hell was it? Damn it, I can't remember what it was. We were doing something in New York. We were taping something, WWE. And this had to be probably 2001. I, I was only there about a year, maybe, in the company. Maybe six months, seven months. And um, I can't remember you know, it might have been like the finals for Tough Enough. That might have been what it was. I think it might have been. Dennis, you get a chance. Google where that was. Like the, the actual where the award was given out. Tough Enough won. If it was in right here in New York City. I think it was like at the, um, either at the WWE restaurant or maybe it was at the uh, the forum there across from Penn Station. What's that called? The forum from the garden? What's up? The, 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 uh, what's the arena there? Called? Not the arena. Across from the garden. The Felt Forum, it used to be called back in the day. There's another name for it. Paramount? Paramount. Right. Okay. I'm getting a point from Dennis. Like, yes, you're correct. But, yeah, just check if that's in New York, uh, dude, please. Uh, If they're tough enough ones. I think think that's where Bobby was sitting at a round table backstage. No cameras, guys. No mics. And there was a bunch of us wrestlers. Not not the tough enough people. People from WWE that were going to be in the crowd. I'm 99% sure it's for tough enough. And we were sitting there just around the table, probably around 4 p.m. There was catering there. We all had call times that were early. I gotta keep thinking it was that for tough enough thing. Dennis will let us know. But um, the point of what I'm trying to tell you, the story, Bobby Heenan was sitting at a round table backstage at this place here in Manhattan with all of us holding court. And I, I swear to God, it was like they had a script. 
the shit he was saying, how funny it was. I, I can't begin. Anybody who walked up to that round table got ripped and roasted by him, and it was hysterical. I was one of them. So <laughs> it was unbelievable. And you were honored to get roasted by Bobby Heenan, like ripped and, and just drilled. Like, you know, like it was, it was really um, – uh, I wish there was a camera. There was no – Big hype on cell phones and videos and audio from cell phones. I'm sure one of the talents, the wrestlers, would have taken it back then. But there's no proof of this, and there's no footage or audio to show you or let you hear. But I was there, and I got to show you. Um, it was funny, damn funny, and Bobby Heenan carried it, and we were just chilling. We were just hanging out. There was probably like 10 of us around the table with him, and people, were just wrestlers and, and production people, were just slowly, this round table, and were, there was no more seats, and there were people standing behind it, and Bobby Heenan was just, like, sitting there, you know, eating something and drinking, like, iced tea, just performing, like, for us, like, and and, and we were his his content, <laughs> and it was hysterical. I mean, uh, it was so impromptu, it was like, you know, and, I, and I'm, I, I remember walking away saying to myself, I, I bet this guy has been like this his whole career. And, and and I think that's why you see such an outpouring of so many people from the industry, from the pro wrestling community in the world, uh, either former wrestlers or personalities to current personalities, showing respect to the late, great Bobby Heenan. So, um, geez, I mean, he, he just, you know, an icon. Uh, total, you got that info, dude, or what do you got here? No, not yet. Uh, total icon. Um, you know, he, he really, like I said, he was ahead of his time. I mean, like his comedic genius, his comedic timing. Um, he influenced so many people. And like I said, think about it. Think about his career. Think about his prime, his heyday. How hard that must have been for him to compete against all those other guys uh, that were managers. And those guys, you know, they wanted to have top guys managing. They, they, you know, if they had an opening match guy, okay, cool. But I, I make more money the higher my guys are on the card. You know, I'm getting a percentage here, and that's how business was. And Bobby managed to keep himself on the top. He really did. You know, my friend uh, Mike Tenay, the great play-by-play uh, -play man for years, as you guys all know, Mike. Uh, for his time in WCW and obviously TNA and all the great calls he's had in TNA for years and years. He's still the voice of TNA, in my opinion. And Mike and I obviously had the opportunity to work together for a lot of years in TNA. I became good friends with Mike, and he's still a good friend of mine. And I remember during my time in TNA, sitting in uh, a locker room or a trailer in Orlando at the uh, Universal Studios where the Impact Zone is, where we used to tape, where they still tape, I believe. And we had an, an announcer's trailer, you know, so that was like our dressing room. It was like a you know, kind of a, you know, basic stuff in there, you know, mirror and AC, you know, air conditioning, uh, a couple of desks so we could prepare, a rack to hang our suits, nothing nothing much else. A couple of little tables and a couple of chairs, and that was that. Uh, wasn't nothing fancy. And I would sit there with Mike sometimes, and we would just shoot the bull. And Mike, it was like every week, there was at least two or three Bobby Heenan stories. Bobby Heenan and Mike Tanay were such close friends. I f when I first heard this yesterday, the first person I text was Mike Tanay because I, I know he lost a great friend. You know, So they were tight. <laughs> and Mike told me um, 
that recently, because uh, I know their wives were friends and everything, and uh, hopefully Mike's not upset if I share this, but, um, you know, he had a, a long visit, uh, he and his wife, uh, with the Heenans uh, this past summer, I think in June or July. Um, so at, at least, you know, Bobby got to see Mike, and and, uh, and and they get to hang out and talk a little bit the best that Bobby could, because Bobby was very sick, and um, he had a lot of things going on, and, you know, uh, most of you know he had uh, throat cancer and uh, was dealing with that for a lot of years, and, you know, uh, but Mike, um, Mike and Bobby were super, super, super tight, friends very close, and um, I feel bad for Mike, so I don't know how much Mike today's on Twitter anymore, but if you guys want to send, hey, Mike, I know, you know, you and Bobby were good buds, you know. You know, it's just, and, and obviously Bobby Heenan's family family losing uh, this man at uh, 73 years old, um, which let's be honest, this is this is not an old age. 73 is not old. I mean, it's not young, but it's not old, <laughs> you know. But we're seeing so many um, greats from the industry uh, that have passed that are not old, you know. Men like, like, like Dusty Rhodes and, and the great Dusty Rhodes and the great Roddy Piper and so many others. I'm just off the top of my head. I no disrespect to the name. I'm just just saying, like, it, it's, you know, you understand, it's, a, it's, it's not an easy industry, it's, especially during these guys' prime. It was, it was a tough business. It's tough on your body. It's tough on your heart. It's tough on your emotions. It's tough on your mind. It's stress. It's a lot. <clears throat> it's a lot. More than fans know. I think today's a little bit different. They still stress these guys and girls today. <clears throat> it's a little bit different, I think. I'm not disrespecting the, 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 the people today. I'm just saying I think it is a little bit different. That's a different topic for a different time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I just wanted to talk a little bit on a serious tip about Bobby Heenan. Um, so, uh, you know, I know most of you fans feel horrible or, or remember him, and he influenced you guys just from entertainment. You know, and I would assume tonight on Raw – that WWE will do a uh, awesome tribute to the career of Bobby Heenan. You know, I would assume that strongly, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, you know, because the guy was just a funny, funny man. <laughs> he just always had a smile on. Every time I saw him, always laughing or making fun of you. You know, <laughs> so, and. No one ever got mad at him. He would just bury guys. But it was all fun. You know, he meant it in a loving way. So uh, that's all I could share with you about my experience with Bobby Heenan. You know, you couldn't find nothing, Dennis, on it? No, it's not. Uh, maybe it wasn't that show. Maybe maybe it wasn't New York. I can't remember. It's, nothing? It says, uh, like the description for Tough Enough was like, after nine weeks through thick and thin, the kids have one final match against their trainers before returning to WWF New York. So it might have been... Uh, the World was the name of the restaurant in Times Square. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, it was. I forgot that. And is that what it says, The World? It that's doesn't say The World specifically, but if you said it wasn't The Garden, I would imagine it would be mm. that as like a meet and greet type thing. Okay. I'm trying to remember where that was. Okay, I can't remember. Um, well, anyway, I just so keep, keep Bobby Heenan's family and Bobby in your thoughts and prayers uh, uh, as he he's in a better place than all of us. So, 
that's the deal. Tough to transition from that. But, hey, I'm an entertainer. I'm a performer. And I think Bobby Heenan would want me to perform and entertain. And that's what I will do here. And this show is dedicated to the memory of Bobby Heenan. So, so that's the deal on that. And um, I'm getting word that apparently after I promoted the Radio.com app, there's a problem with it. Yes. Will you stop? So <laughs> apparently there is. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm getting word from several that, yes, Dennis, you're getting the same word. And mm-hmm. I promoted it on Twitter. No one asked me from CBS to promote it. I just promoted it because it looks like they did get a brand new app. It looks pretty badass. Good yes. company guy. Yeah, company man. No one told me. And now I look like a schmuck. What are you, stupid? What's going on, dude? Do we know what's going on with it? Uh, I'm texting the higher-ups to see. Higher-ups? That yeah, means I, Seth. That's what that means. <laughs> I can't believe... Uh, yeah, I'm above you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think they upgraded everything and then forgot to like bring the show with it. Nice. Well done. Well done. I guess they're figuring, ah, you know, Taz might be leaving anyway, so we'll just leave his shit behind. Yeah, we'll yeah. B- we'll beef up all the graphics. Yeah. But the audio is <laughs> yeah, not important. Just, just won't bring the audio. It's no problem. This guy might bail on us. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, I apologize to anybody having an issue with the radio.com app. It is ironic. I haven't really promoted it hard for a long time, and I'm getting word that it worked great for a long time, and now they updated it. I promoted it last night, and now people are like, it kind of sucks. So if you want to listen live, you'll have to. I guess go to the room, the uh, TazShow.com. That's your only spot for now, and uh, we'll have the tech. What's going on? If you go to Radio.com on your desktop, I mean, I know some people don't have desktops available right now, but it's fine on the desktops. I had uh, and Cowboy Check, and it's fine there. Obviously, we know not everybody has a desktop in front of them, but we're we're seeing what the deal is. Yeah, it sucks. I promoted it, uh, but you know what? It'll work out. We'll we'll talk to the... uh, We'll find out more during the day. When hopefully it's working tomorrow better. Um, here at the office, I'll raise some hell later. I'll just run around, kick people in the ass, and people will jump for me nonstop like they always do. Not today. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. So that's how this works, and that's how it goes. Uh, we also have off the hooks in this episode. That will happen here. Um, so we have to do that. We have some NFL to talk about. We have the loose ass invitational. We have a raw preview. It's a very busy show coming at you, um, for sure. So we're going to get rolling here. Are we? Uh, are you prepared for Off the Hooks? I am, yes. You are. So am I. That's interesting. Uh, maybe we should do house cleaning first, in your opinion? In your opinion. My opinion? Or we have no house cleaning? We have one item, I think, for house cleaning, and that's right. We could, we could do house cleaning. We do a very abbreviated house cleaning. Okay. Three, two, one. This is house cleaning. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. Alrighty, uh, this Friday, most probably, 99% sure, uh, no show this Friday. What are you nuts? I'm just telling you. Some stuff going on, got some things, meetings, this and that, PT Jones, a lot of stuff happening. We got stuff to do uh, everywhere. Very busy. Might not be a show Friday. Deal with it. There's your house cleaning. And now we'll get ready to transition out of that. And we will smoothly go into tailgate grub food. Tailgate food off the hooks in a 3-2-1. The off the hooks series with Taz. A weekly three-match mini supercar. Fantasy booking at its best. 
It's the graphic right there. Anthony, best video streaming live guy in the game. A tailgate grub off the hooks, bitches. There it is. You see it right there. Uh, Dennis, all weekend, you were texting me. I love this topic. I love it. I'm testing all the food. I love it. I love it. I love it. Who am I lying? I heard from you zero times all weekend. Yes. Uh, yes. You're too cool. That's why. Uh, no, I was busy trying out all the foods. You got to prepare. This, is, the, this is one where you got to be methodical, getting character. I have I have really good foods off the hooks. I mean, grow, tailgate foods off the hook. I have a good list here. I'm excited about this. Uh, I guess Anthony's going to play along, right? And you're going to play along, at you're, you're in. Oh, I'm all in. All right, bro. <laughs> Sounds good. That's a little TMI, but anyway, I digress. Okay, so <laughs> oh, I'm all in, baby. Uh, so, oh, jeez, hold on now. Whoa. Um. So okay. So, uh, am I going first? You're the leader of this ship. Yeah, I'm the guy running the game. I guess I should go first, right? I'm running the game. All right, boom. Uh, my first match is called No Pigs Bard. Okay, No Pigs Bard. You understand what that's a playoff of No Holes Bard? <laughs> I'm following you so far. I have to lay it out for you and spell it out because you're not too smart. Okay, so No Pigs Bard. Uh, we're going pigs in a blanket. Yes, I like the... I know, I'm a big mark for the pigs in a blanket. With mustard versus pigs in a blanket with ketchup. Simple, but good. It's like they used to be a tag team, but now they broke up the team. One is doused in ketchup. The other one's doused in spicy mustard, and now they're fighting. In a no-pigs bar match, top that. <laughs> top that. <laughs> yeah. I went uh, first round. I went classic. I didn't go pigs in the blanket. I went the adult version. Mm. Hot dogs versus, and I'm not just going to do cheeseburger, you got to go double-decker cheeseburger. On, it's a on. tailgate. Yes. Load yourself up. Yes. If you're feeling frisky, throw a little maple bacon on the side. Oh. Slap that on there. <laughs> but you got to – classic. But you got to load up. You're doing the chili cheese dog. <laughs> so it's chili cheese dog versus double bacon cheeseburger. Man. I'm already dead. Yes. Party man <laughs> dead at the tailgate. Falls down. <laughs> Falls down under a Ford pickup truck's bumper. My yes. buddies are just, oh, who needs a ticket? <laughs> Roll him under the car. You basically would just rip ass and then die. <laughs> and then just take a bump. That's what would happen. Rip ass, take a bump, done. Thanks for coming. He's dead under the tailgate of a Ford and the park lot of a football game. Okay. Uh, what do you got there, Ant? Well, my first match is a slider on the pole match. Hmm. And it's regular burger sliders, cheeseburger sliders, Let's keep versus... This, you got my buddy's mom makes Cuban sliders. So oh, little Cuban wow. sandwich sliders. I've had those, dude. I've had Cuban sliders. They're actually really good. Dude, I had them for the, the McGregor fight. My buddy's mom made them, and they were phenomenal. Yeah. And like now I need them for every sporting event. Is she Cuban? No, they're Irish. Oh, perfect. Uh, same but different. Uh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. I like that. I like that. Ants bring the wood as usual. He don't play around. He's all business. All business. I like it. Definitely like it. All right, I'm going match two. Here we go. I'm going match two. This is called an all-cobs match. All-cobs. Love what I'm hearing already. Otherwise known as Dennis 101. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, so we're going mac and cheese at the tailgate on a sternal. Mac and cheese versus buttercorn on a stick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Buttercorn on a stick, Mitch. All-cobs match. All right, what do you got? Okay. My second match is we – I don't know why we thought of this, but we were at a tailgate, and uh, my buddy's wife – oh, Dr. K's wife, actually. Oh, Dr. K. Dr. Oh, K's so wife Dr. came K. up with Everybody this. loves Dr. K's wife. No one cares. All right. Uh, we, call it, we call it the Smitty after one of my friends. He's the one who prepared it. 
it's uh it's ham um swiss cheese on a king's hawaiian bun they're like oh, little sliders sir please don't explain the king's hawaiian bun i'm very familiar my wife's like uh, Dennis, dude, the guy knows. I know the Kings. That's the best bun you're gonna They're get. So good. It, you know why? I'll tell you why. The Kings of Wine bun. And we're gonna go a little late to break here. The Kings of Wine bun is a sweet bun. There's a little sugar in that bitch. Light. It's got like light pineapple taste to it, or like butter. I don't know. I don't know the exact. So that's of it, why but, I said sweet because it's coming from the pineapple juice. Um. So it's ham, Swiss. The King's Hawaiian with like a, a Dijon mustard. Dijon. Yes. And it, I, it's. I guess that's kind of Cubany. But of course, yeah, you, of course. It is now. You yeah. make the sandwich, you put it in the oven, you toast it for a little. Ooh. I got to throw a flag in it. It's a tailgate, bro. What kind of po- toaster oven you have at your tailgate? No, not at a tailgate. You toast it, and then you bring it, you put it in the, it's in the tin, you put it on the sterno. Oh. This is a, like, oh, you got to do a whole prep meal. And Can't that's... stop you with food stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. This is... <laughs> You're like, hold on, sir. You went, oh, wait, I didn't say that about toaster. Who cares about a toaster? Hold on. Like, wait a minute, Taz. You don't have to need a toaster. No, this is a lot. You got to do a lot of prep to go to my tailgates. Yeah, I'm not, it's out of my league, bro. All right, so basically what is it? So the, the King's Hawaiian is going against uh, my mother's meatballs. Now, these aren't. Your now, mother has meatballs? <laughs> wait a minute. You said your mother has meatballs. What the oh, hell? Bitch. <laughs> That's why she never wears a dress. <laughs> um, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> She'd laugh. The way your mother sounds, I think she'd laugh. She, uh, no, she probably wouldn't. She'd give me the finger. Ah, oh, you right. idiot. That's, that's so. Nice. But she doesn't do. These <laughs> aren't like your mother sounds like. Seth. Yeah, I, I try to do. <laughs> I try to do it different, but I went deeper, which wasn't, which only fed into the meatball joke. So, I'm just digging my grave. Oh. So she doesn't do like the uh, the traditional like red sauce meatball. They she buys the little Swedish meatballs. Yes, of course. And she does. Um, it's uh, a bottle of barbecue sauce and. Cranberry jelly. Oh, interesting. And I don't know how to describe the taste. It's like unique in its own right, but it is so like it's like is a, it a jam or a jelly. What's the difference? You know, that's I, actually I don't another know. good idea. Jams off the hook. It Preserves. Could be a, no, it could be a combination of jellies and music. What do you think, Ant? Right, jams off the hook. You could mix in jelly with like some hip hop beats. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> jams off the hook. Do like grape jelly versus a whale track. Yeah, that's not the Wale. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Dennis, you were continuing with your point? No, that was my uh, that was my second match. All I right, don't know. Dan, you're up. <laughs> this match is everything's wrapped in a blanket match, okay. and it's a uh, bacon-wrapped hot dog, but they have to be ballpark franks because okay. I do like Nathan's better, but ballpark I like at the tailgate better. Yeah, yeah. Versus pigs in a blanket. <sighs> okay, so straight. Uh, how are you doing that hot dog again? I'm wrapping it in bacon. Damn. I'm wrapping it in bacon. Not bad. All right, we're going to have to do uh, number three off the hooks on the other side of break. We have to go to break right now, uh, so that's a good hook. And also get into some NFL chatter right out of the box here in segment two. Jones, Taz Show, be right back. One of the most iconic and influential global television franchises returns 50 years after it first premiered with Star Trek Discovery. At the edge of the universe, Discovery begins. Stream the newest CBS All Access original series every Sunday and start your free trial now at cbs.com slash Star Trek. Don't miss the show everyone will be talking about. Star Trek Discovery. 
It premieres September 24th, 8.30, 7.30 Central, with two back-to-back episodes exclusively on CBS All Access. Subscribers can stream new episodes live every Sunday across devices or watch them later on demand. Try CBS All Access free now at cbs.com slash Star Trek. Ah, did you know that my favorite show is Star Trek? William Shatner was basically my hero. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I know that uh, uh, you and Seth both love Star Trek. So do I. Absolutely. It's all good. Yes. Uh, What is the deal here? I'm trying to see. I'm getting a notification on this app. A lot of people from the company are texting me. Um... Yes, uh, the app's not working, the Radio.com app right now, guys. So, um, you know, maybe f- try and find something else. Like, where can they pull the show in live? Well, Facebook Live, actually, at the uh, top of the hour. They could do that, right? They could do that, for sure. We'll be f- looking, The second hour of today's show will be live. The worst part is, we're, I mean, obviously we're sending out tweets, but... If you can't hear it, how, like, how do you know, I know, that's how do you know what we're going to do? So, I was like, so if you can't hear me... Uh, go uh, kiss my ass. How's that? Uh, yeah, exactly. It sucks. Uh, this doesn't happen at the Rage Cave, I can tell you that. That's why you need to stay there at the Rage Cave on Strong Island, Taz. Mm-mm-mm. Unbelievable. NFL. And we will do that in a 3-2-1. No segue, Jones. Nobody provides wrestling inside quite like Taz. More than just a wrestling expert. He's breaking down the big game, the X's and O's, giving you the hardball analysis you won't find anywhere else. He's knocking it out of the park. Jeez, did you use enough cliches there? The Taz Show presents Spitballing with Sports. Just stick to wrestling. All right, so uh, a lot of people were talking about my bills here on the Taz Show that we were 1-0. And that we only played the Jets, and somebody here called the Jets a JV team. And um, that's Dennis is raising his hand. He's raising his hand again. Now you're on video. There you go. Uh, and uh, you want to take back the negative comments that you said about my Bills now? I know we didn't win the game. I know we lost to the Panthers. I know you also didn't watch the game, right? You didn't watch it. No, and I'm very glad I didn't. Looking at the score, it sounds, it sounds like I didn't miss much. Well... Well, it's a defensive game. You being a top linebacker. I can appreciate a good defensive battle. I'm talking, bro, I am telling you, the Bills defense, I am so proud of them. They played legit. I mean, legit defense. Our offense, the Bills offense, did not help the cost. The time pos- time possession, if you could find that out, dude, the Panthers, the, the comparison, the Panthers' time possession was insane compared to the Bills. Our offense did nothing for us. We almost won this game. The Bills almost won this game. Uh, Zay, what's his face? Uh, Jones drops the ball. Pass. Wasn't a great pass. He put his hands on it, Dennis. On the two-yard line with just a few seconds left in the game. He catches the ball. We're going to score a touchdown and win that game by a point. That's what would have happened on the extra point. We almost won the game in final seconds. Almost only counts in grenades, as we know. Uh, he dropped the ball, Zay Jones. He's also been on my bench in my fantasy team. 
the uh, the time of possession was very lopsided. 38 minutes, 53 seconds in favor of Carolina yes. to only 21 minutes and 7 seconds for if, your Bills. If you watch the game, it felt like the Bills had the ball about three minutes the whole game. I mean, it was really not much. LaShawn McCoy, shady, as they call him, uh, not a great day. Offensive line struggled with a very stout defensive front for the Panthers. Luke Kuechly, linebacker. Panthers, big moth for this guy, number 59, Stud Jones. Okay, he's an excellent, excellent player. He was jaw-jacking a little bit with Coach McDermott of the Bills. You know why, right, Dennis? He was the former coach there, defense coordinator. Now, was it serious or were they, like, playful? Like No, they were serious, and then at the end of the game, they hugged. It was, you know, it's the middle of the war, you know, middle of the game. He, uh, he, uh, what's his name, Kirkley, Kukley, he tried to strip, uh, I don't know, it was Tyrod Taylor, one of the guys on the sideline that was running the ball. And McDermott was right there and just started talking a bunch of shit to uh, Keekley. Am I saying his name wrong? Luke Keekley? I said it right. I nailed it. Yes. Anyway, it's one of those losses that you're not embarrassed about that your team lost. Unlike the Jets, unfortunately. This is, these are moments where I'm glad I was not. The Jets played the Raiders. The Raiders beat them 45-20. to 20. I watched a, a little bit of the game. Uh, once I saw Marshawn Lynch dancing on the sideline, acting like a fool, I, I'm like, I'm done with this. I, I have no dog in the fight except for a guy named Amari uh, Cooper. He's a dog I had in the fight. Who didn't do much of squat for me. I'll get into that a little bit later on. Seven points, he was projected to get 18. Enjoy the bench next week, Amari. <laughs> Enjoy Taz's bench on the big Haas team. Because you're going to it. Uh, back to the actual NFL. Uh, let's talk about the team that everybody's talking about, and that's Anthony, your Broncos. And your team looked phenomenal. Congratulations on a huge victory. Um, you not only beat the Cowboys, you beat the snot out of the Dallas Cowboys. Very impressive. 42-17. to 17. Quarterback, Trivian Seaman, uh, 22 of, of 30, 32 completions, <laughs> 231 yards, four TDs, one INT. That's an interception, inside talk. C.J. Anderson, 25 carries, 118 yards. I'll tell you, man, I, Ant, you got to be happy with Seaman. I'm very happy with Seaman. Oh. He's looked stellar. Awesome. <laughs> okay. uh, you're going to regret saying that. <laughs> so, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, good lordy B, uh, six receptions, 40, uh, 62 yards, two touchdowns. Dude, I did not watch much of this game. You guys held Ezekiel Elliott to eight friggin' yards? It was like I had confidence in the team. I didn't think that we were going to stuff the run like we did. But to be fair, he kind of gave up. It was like the third quarter, and they were still fighting. And Zeke was putting no effort into the game. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> how about the. Uh, how about them Cowboys? How about the linebacker I ripped? Um, you know, y- y- your man there with the glasses, Four Eye Jones. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Von Miller. Von Miller. Four Eye Jones. And you were uh, putting him over like you. Did he play well? He did. I was getting nervous, though, because he didn't have a sack going into the fourth, and I was like, Taz is going to let me hear it if he doesn't get this sack. <laughs> and then he got, like, two quick ones, and I'm like, all right, we're good. Yeah, I can't say nothing. Yeah, no, no. But um, the Dak Prescott, quarterback, Dallas Cowboys, 30 of 50. How many times did he throw the ball? Holy crap, 50. Hello? Is that correct? Is that the right stat? 30 of 50? 30 for 50. She many crickets. Well, when, when Zeke can't get the past ball. 15 yeah. yards. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. And when, you know, the only guy happy than you, 
It's just funny because the cowboy. Where are the cowboy fans? Well, no. Here's the thing. Eh, I'm a dentist. Oh, whatever the f your name is. The fuck. Anthony, come back on the show. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> My brain is like... I was convinced you were talking to Dennis. I thought so. he was too. <laughs> From now on, your names are one and two. That's it. Well, which one's which? You, I'm one. Dennis will be... Uh, uh, well, oh, yeah, I'm more number two. That's probably appropriate. This is a little bit of a sneak preview of Dead Air. <laughs> um, no, and the only people happier than Bronco fans right now are Cowboy fans. You know that, right? Are Cowboy fans? Like how the music comes down. I mean, not Giant fans. Like how the music comes down once I get to that. Like, notice how the producer brings the music down. Dramatic he effect. Hear the ripping of the Cowboys. No, what I'm saying, and the only people happier that today than Bronco fans are Giant fans. I made a mistake. I shouldn't say Cowboy fans. Yeah, my buddies. I had a million Cowboy fans text me before the game. All this crap, and then after the game, it was just my Giant fan friends. Like, thanks, dude. Like, yes. I played in the game. Like, let's yeah, be you're honest. Welcome. Let's be honest. It's your one friend, and his name is your ass grabber, uh, Dennis Jones. He's your one Giant fan. Well, That's he had texted me yesterday. I was actually disappointed. Denison? Yeah, I was oh. like, no support, no. He disappears. You know, he just he goes out on a binge and he just he's gone for the weekend. No one knows where he is. He just sleeps uh, someplace. And Hibernates on the drinks weekend. Drinks liquor. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. His mother texts him. We're gonna read that on the air. That's a hook for the top of the hour. <laughs> Dennis's mother texts him and she's mad because not happy with her balls comment. Meatball skirt line. She she's not happy. So we'll have a. Uh, we will hear the statement from Mrs. Miss, Mrs. Lumberjack. Well, she's not the wife. She's your, the, the Lumberjack Mama, mom. Mama Lumberjack. Mama Lumberjack is perfect. That fits perfect. I'm glad I thought of that. Mama Lumberjack. Well, see, you know all the character names for your new sitcom you're starting. And your mother's it's a gotta co-star. Be a, it's a cartoon. Yeah, your mother's a co-star. I understand. I understand. Um, what else we got in the NFL? We have the Falcons. Man, I watched some of this game last night. Man, they were dumped. They look great. I mean, the score was 34-23 over the, over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. I played the game on mute because uh, I cannot take the commentators. But the um, Falcons, man, the Matt Ryan, good lordy B. He looked great. Freeman looked great. Uh, Devontae Freeman had two touchdowns, 84 yards rushing. Julio Jones is the man. I wanted him for the fantasy football. I couldn't get him. Uh, five receptions, 108 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 252 yards. No INTs. I mean, he looked great. Aaron Rodgers became the 11th quarterback in the NFL history to throw for 300 touchdowns in his career. That's pretty impressive right there. Uh, Packers' Jordy Nelson injured his quad early in the game. My son will be pissed. He's one of his key receivers on his fantasy team. That's going to hurt my son's fantasy team for sure, but my son also has the quarterback. Um, I can't remember his name. The other guy from the other team in up north. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? He has that guy, so he did well there. Oh, by the way, the Patriots uh, won their game over the Saints. Also, we have um, the Dolphins. <laughs> Good coverage of the uh, that game, correct? Um, the Dolphins spoiled the Chargers' debut there in uh, Los Angeles with a late field goal, 19-17. Heartbreaker Jones, that, that kicker they have there, the um, I can't remember the guy's name. Fu Fubu Fubo. I, I don't want to say because it. Yeah, uh, it, he, I don't know it for exactly, the charges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, he's gung ho, gung ho, gung ho ho, gung ho ku, gung ho gung ho fu ku, go. Say it again. Young ho ku. Oh, young ho ku. <laughs> young ho ku. Okay. Well. Yeah. He, him. Being that Anthony is a Taekwondo expert, he understands different Asian dialect. So these are the reasons why. I understand how you could land that, nail that. I, I got it. Well, 
no matter how I pronounce this gentleman's name, he, he has an issue kicking the ball, and I don't think he'll be a charger for too much longer. This is not the first time he's had an issue. I hate to put the game on the kicker. Listen, I'm going to give you some sports insight right here. The, and I've talked about this before. The game never comes down to one play, guys. Never comes down to one play. You can blame a kicker. You could blame. Look, I could blame Zay Jones for not catching that ball. I could blame uh, a Tyrod Taylor for not throwing a better pass. It should never come down to one play. The game should never come down to one play. Dennis Jones, linebacker, short now, sh- nodding his head. Yes. Am I correct on this? That's why you play all four quarters. Amen. Even in the baseball, the activity known as baseball, it should never come down to the relief pitcher in the bottom of the ninth or the guy standing in the box who needs a base hit to knock the guy in to win the game. It should never come down to that. It's a team effort. You win as a team, you lose as a team. Play the whole game. Play the whole game. Play the whole game. Was that you doing like a modified Herm Edwards? I, a little bit. I, I kind of felt like it. We play to win the game. Hello. <laughs> <coughs> I love when he was the Jets quarterback. I was full throttle Jeff Van Jones. I mean, uh, I, I was a big mark for him. I still love his work on ESPN. He's great. He really is. Uh, I can't just graze over it. Unfortunately, I guess I have to talk about it a little bit. I threw it out there. But I have a lot of fans on the show that are from the New England area. So, the Patriots uh, beat the living shit out of the Saints, 36 to 20, and I don't think the score does the game justice. Tom Brady uh, was 30 of 39. He uh, threw for almost 450 yards with three touchdowns, no interceptions. He had a pretty good day. Um, Now, he would not have played this good, let's be honest, if he would have had 10 days to recover. Ten days they had. The Saints had five. I covered this on Friday, Dennis. Ten days of prep compared to five days for the Saints of prep. Load of bullshit. Typical tomfoolery, shenanigans, sketchy, shady shit when it comes to the NFL and NBC and the Patriots. All three of them are combined. They're all in bed together. They are. Crazy conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. 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 Telling you right now, though, just because it sounds crazy doesn't mean it is crazy. But it probably is. So that's coverage of the game. Now, uh, we got to talk a little loose ass invitational real quick here. Looks like yours truly might be doing a job here to crime Brian, who I can't stand. Uh, can you break it down for me, Dennis? What's going on? Okay, so Hoss team, led by yourself. Is down to Crying Brian, 94.9 to 129.18. So, tonight, I need Golden Tate, the receiver from the Detroit Lions, to play against your Giants and get about how many points? 20 points? It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, 25 you'll win. Never happen. Golden Tate's not going to get six points. Okay? Oh, not with that attitude. Dude, he's not going to get two. Catches two touchdowns, 80-something yards. Well, I'll tell you who did something similar to that. Javaris, Javaris Landry from the Dolphins. He had 20 points. And guess where he was on my team? The bench. Mm. That sucks. I put him on the bench and I started Cooper because I thought Cooper or Murray Cooper would have a better game because they were playing the Jets. And Cooper only had seven points. My other receiver was this kid, Cooper Krupp. There's been a lot of chatter about this kid. You heard of this kid before? 
Cooper Cup. Yeah, from uh, the the, the freaking um, Rams. Him and uh, Jared Goff, their buddies, Coop, Goff, Crop, Crop Goff. That's it's a new radio show. That's your sitcom. Crop Goff. Crop Goff, fuck back. Hello, Taz. I'd like to talk about Cup Golf. <laughs> yeah, well, Cooper Crop, he didn't do shit. He got six points. How's that? He was projected. Not projected. Projected. He was projected to get 12, and he got six. That sucks. Welcome to the bench. You can sit next to Amari next week, son, on Taz's bench. Mr. Krupp, you're sitting. That's how I run shit, bro. If you have a bad week, you're sitting. That's how I do it. Greg Olson, tight end, Taz's team, was on the bench yesterday, out for the season, probably. Broken foot. Broke his foot against the Bills. Cam Newton got drilled yesterday. The Bills, bro, the Bills had to sack him probably five or six times. I mean, I'm talking about nasty. Bills swarmed his ass, bro. All over him. I mean, 9-3 definitely sounds like a defensive battle. Dude, they were, oh, you would have loved it. You being a guru of linebacking, you would have loved this, this this game. I'm telling you. I do enjoy a nice... Uh... It was Blitzkrieg Jones. Love it. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I'm happy. He got 14 points for me. Zach Ertz, Philadelphia Eagles tight end. I like this kid, Dennis. He almost got me 15 points. He started for me. Looks pretty good. Antonio Brown kind of shit the bed a little bit. Was supposed to get 19. He's not sitting the bench for me, though. He got 11. Mariota had 14. Eh, so-so. I got Stratford on the bench. I know you hope Stratford sucks tonight. That's very obvious, but... uh, Tell me about uh, your team. What are we doing? Well, the reason Crying Brian's beating you... Yeah. He, he has... The uh, the Patriots quarterback. He had a, he had a, I, I did not want to bring that up. I did know that. He I had ignored a good it. Week. I know. Uh, I went against John Cena. Yeah, Cena's not doing well in this yeah, tournament. He, I've never seen this before in fantasy. Wow. John Cena has negative four points on the week. I know. I never, and this is weird, right? I've I've never seen it. And he was supposed to be this big expert. He was talking all this crap in the draft. I know he was. He played college football. He's a big TV star on Raw, SmackDown, NXT. He's on every show they have. Making movies. He's on the Today Show every second. Every second is on Today. Not stop. Not today. Always. And well, was, he uh, sucks in fantasy. I'll tell you that. His defense is the Jets' defense, and that's what got him the uh, negative four. Nobody <laughs> else on his team scored any points. Tremendous. Uh, but I had a good week. I pulled a. I pulled a Taz week one. Mm. I got 165 points. Nice. You played the Dumpster Dojos, which is your grab ass friend Anthony. In week one, I did, yes. Oh, he, not yesterday? Beat me. No, I played uh, Cena yesterday. Not not today, yesterday. Right. Yeah, all the players are done, so yesterday. Wait a, minute. Wait a second! So you played Anthony last week, this week you played Cena. Got it. Okay. Yep. And how'd you do, uh, Ant? It doesn't look too good. I'm down like 20 points right now, and I only have, I want to say, the Giants defense left. And Eric Ebron. And Eric Ebron. So I'm, I lost to the Unsullied. I hear the who? Cowboys team. Oh, what are we calling that? Uh, auto auto draft? No, we, we don't even acknowledge it. Because it's not even a real team. The guy didn't pick the team. He had auto draft. So it should, he should be disqualified. And you know what? If this show is still here with this network and you people still work on this show in a year from now, okay. when we do the Loose Ass Invitational 2, okay, this is, uh, I want fans to remember this. I mean, I'm going to break off this comment. Tom Brady will be banned from the draft. Banned from the draft. 
no one is allowed to have that guy on their team in our fantasy league. Ant, you like that? I like it too. I hope he retires. Just like get rid of them all together. But the ban is awesome. I now I hope he don't retire. Just for this. <laughs> just for the fantasy football. Just so I could ban him from our league. <laughs> yeah. On that note, uh, we'll get into some raw preview. We'll be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Get to some phone calls. A very busy Monday edition. Taz Show. Sit tight, kids. All right, guys, we're back here live on the Taz Show. Uh, we're still getting mixed reviews on the Radio.com app. Some say it's working fine. Some say it sucks. It's a new app. It looks great. Um, and it's, For some people, it's working. Some people, it's not. Uh, we will crack the whip today. Uh, there will be a meeting, a post-production meeting. Mr. Pimento will be in charge of this meeting, and he will rip everyone about this. Guys, as you know, the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guess what? The best part of the whole deal? It is simple. That's a shoot. That's a fact. Jack, no doubt. It is simple. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. So to get fa- to get started, folks, okay, not farted, started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. There you go. Get farted. That worked well. Um, Got to give uh, off the hooks our last one. Uh, we have not given that. We've given one, two, not three matches. We're talking grub. Tailgate grub off the hook. Tailgate foods off the hook. That's what the topic is. Also going to get into some uh, talk about the, we talked about NFL, but we, you know, we also got to talk a little bit of wrestling, a little raw preview. AJ Styles wearing a mask at a show. What the hell's going on in Japan? I'll talk about that. If you don't know about that, we'll show you what's going on with that. John Cena's got a tra- tra- uh, crazy sca- uh, travel schedule, hence why he didn't do well in our fantasy football league this week, because he's been traveling. That's the reason why. John Cena, okay, he's not advertised for Raw tonight because he, uh, he's in China yesterday, right? Is this true? And now, now Cena will be in San Jose tonight. Wait, so he's going to be at Raw tonight. They're, nobody's really sure. They're not advertising him because, obviously, the flight from China to, to uh, San Jose it's is— It's got to be at least an hour. It's like at least, yeah, <laughs> an hour or two. Stop. It's gotta be. Yeah, so, I mean, he's and he's doing a million different things, so who knows if he's actually going to be there. Yeah. Hopefully he pops up just for the uh, the promos with him and Reigns, but... No one cares. Okay, so anyway, um, the thing is, uh, we're also going to hear from your mom, Dennis. Uh, uh, Mama Lumberjack is pissed off. There were comments made, you made, about meatballs and skirts and her. So we will get into those comments. All right, I'm assuming she's not happy. Uh... I don't know if it was more unhappy as just uh disappointment in you, which she's used to having since you're a yeah, youth. Well, yeah. yeah, for 30-something years. Correct. Uh, on that note, we are on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash Atasho. Facebook.com slash Atasho. So we'll get into those comments uh, from, uh, <laughs> from, from Dennis's mom. I can't believe we're using that as a hook, but we are. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, well, it's important. I mean, she is your mom, so we have to hear from her. Hey, uh, Holly in Michigan, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, House? 
Hey, I'm doing good. You? All right, good. What's up? Um, so one of your prediction time tonight's big football game against the uh, Detroit Lions and the Giants. Well, I predict that the Lions will win. I think that uh, Dennis will be upset on my prediction because he's sitting here. I think that uh, Golden Tate will get at least 22 points for me for uh, fantasy. I'm probably wrong on that. I do think Matt uh, Stratford, uh, former Georgia Bulldog, will tear it up amok. And I think that the uh, the Giants are going to go on too. That's what's going to happen. They're going to start the season on too. Now, Dennis, you want to give some input? You are the uh, the the, uh, the biz dev guy, the producer of the show. You can say something. I obviously disagree with that. Um, being a Giants fan, I feel like this uh, this this is all contingent on on Beckham playing. Oh God, stop! Please. If Odell plays, it's a com- he's injured. Yeah, obviously he's injured, but he's he's questionable. He's a game time decision. Sat out last week. The offense did nothing. Um, can't run the ball. Offensive line can't give Eli time to throw. They need Beckham in there to get the short passing going, and then he can break it whenever he wants, and it opens up the other options. Oh, the Brandon God, Marshalls of the world. Stop. stop. The Lions defense, we want to stop. Yes, I agree. The if, offense. Yeah, if Beckham doesn't play, I'm very worried. But if Beckham's in there. Oh, God. No stop. matter what if Beckham yes, plays, still exactly. stop him. He's real right. No, dude, Holly, you're right. I, the, the guy's right, Dennis. The guy is right. He's right. Oh, we'll see tonight. No, I, he's right because your 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 whole team's contingent on one guy. The offense is. Oh well, you, no, you you look. My team almost won the game because of our defense. Oh no, the Giants' defense is good. I think, but so the Lions' offense is good too. They got some firepower. Yes, there. the Stratford, the Golden Tate. You got what's his face? Uh, the running back, Amir um, Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. Yeah, former Nebraska Abdullah. Husker. Yes. Ah, uh, where's the game? In. MetLife. New England, New York. Well, it's New Jersey, actually, sir. That see, you know, what? now let me teach you something. That was interesting. That whole conversation with Holly and Dennis answered my question. Holly said New York, and Dennis said that it's in MetLife. So let me teach you what happened there, Holly. Dennis knows because he's a real New Yorker not to call them New York, so he just said MetLife. You, being from Michigan, don't understand the whole situation. So you're saying New York. Sir, they are not the New York Giants. They're the New Jersey Giants. They practice there. Their, their money comes out of there. Their, their stadium is there, just like the Jets. That's the that's the problem with them. Okay? So now you know. Thanks. Uh-huh. Um, you seem intrigued on that. Uh, what else we got? So uh, is that it, Holly? Yep. All right, good. Good talking, everybody. Thank you. Uh, so there you go. So um, Holly calls in, and he's, uh, he's definitely a, a Lions fan. What is the status right now? I'm looking on the um, on the fantasy football gimmick for us. Why can't I find uh, Beckham? What What are they saying he is right now? Uh, questionable. Let me see. I got him. So it says questionable. Yes. And uh, oh wow. Yeah, you're in trouble, bro. New burgers. That's you. Yeah. No, it ain't happening. He ain't playing, dude. It ain't gonna happen. No, it's right that, uh, Beckham was limited all week, but expe- it is, but it's expected he will be able to play on Monday night. Oh, God. Stop. Guy's not going to be 100%, so you have a built-in excuse. Built-in no, excuse. no excuse. I mean, the Lions are a good team, so if they beat us, then hats off to them. Have some balls. Okay, Make predictions. Have some. Get off the fence. You're too chunky to be on fences. You know what I mean? If, Get off the fence. If Beckham plays, we win. If Beckham doesn't play, we win, but it's by the field goal at the end of the game. I completely disagree with everything you just said. Um, just telling you that right now. Completely disagree. On Facebook Live right now. Uh, hello, everybody on Facebook Live. How you guys doing? What's going on? That's at uh, Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. Uh, saying hello to all these people on here. Share the show, guys. Don't be afraid to share it. 
uh, spread the word. I see a couple shares already. That's 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 weak. We need more shares than that. Otherwise, we'll stop the broadcast on it. Uh, I'm looking right now on TV. Odell Beckham, uh, questionable for tonight's game against the Lions. He's doing a warm-up skip in the air. Skip to the loo, my darling, drill. And he's warming up, jumping up and down. Jump, 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 man. Okay, we'll see if he plays. People on Facebook, I see thumbs up. Uh, I see people saying hello to me. Hello, Jason Stevens. Sup, Taz. What's up, Jason? How are you? Share the show. Mark Loth, rest in peace to Bobby Heenan. Yes, sir. Mark, check out the beginning of the show today. I talked a lot about the late, great Bobby Heenan and my interaction with him over the years. And with this episode of the Taz Show is dedicated to his memory. That's the least I could do. And... Uh, at the tippy top of our show today, there was a promo, an old promo in there by the great one known as Bobby Heenan, uh, the brain. So, um, you know, uh, definitely uh, the wrestling world uh, lost a great one. The world lost a great one. I mean, he, he was a, a great guy. Uh, and and uh, just to bring it up again, just real quick here, um, what I was saying um, about Bobby Heenan earlier, like if you didn't know him when you meet him, he's one of those people that you feel like you know for 30 years. Uh, because he rips you and makes fun of you right to your face. It's hysterical. <laughs> so that's how Bob Heenan was. He, he was just he was just that type of guy. Like, the way he was on TV, the way the way he really was. Like so um definitely um you know it's sad, but he was very sick unfortunately and he's been sick for a long time. Um so uh hopefully he's not in pain anymore and I'm sure he's not and he's in a better place than all of us. So uh so that's the deal. Um but so as I said this show um is dedicated to to the memory of uh, Bobby Heenan for sure. So, uh, and I talked about this too. Uh, Mahler uh, McDarby said, uh, "Will you stop?" Yes, correct. Will you stop? Because that, uh, as I said, that sound uh, bite of the, the late great Gorilla Monsoon was normally directed right at Bobby Heenan, and that's a big part of my show here. So, um, so that's the deal. Um, anyway, so so uh, the thing is, let's let's segue. It's tough to segue out of talking. You know, when you're speaking of someone who, a legend and a, a great guy and a great man uh, like Bobby Heenan who just passed to keep segueing and entertaining. But, hey, uh, like I said earlier, you know, Bobby Heenan would want me to keep doing my show and entertain and anybody who's in entertainment. That's how Bobby was. He was an entertainer, performer. Um, and I think that'll happen tonight. I think that you'll see tonight's show will probably start raw, meaning. And they'll, like I said earlier, and they'll, 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 have a video, a great video package on the career of Bobby Heenan, and it'll probably be awesome, and it'll make us laugh, and some people will cry, and, and you know, and, you know, it, it's sad. It's very sad, and, um, you know, but um, so in a unnatural segue, I um, was talking earlier, right when we came back here in this segment, about um, AJ Styles. He's wearing a mask. What the heck's going on? He was in Osaka, Japan, uh, wearing a mask. We have a photo of this. For those that didn't see it on the video, we can put this up for Facebook Live and everybody watch the video on the VOD. If you get that uh, photo, Ant, fly it up here, brother, please. There you go right there. That's AJ Styles in a custom mask. <clears throat> he takes out his P1 logo on the side there. That's in Osaka, Japan. Uh, as most of you guys know, AJ Styles, very successful career in Japan when he went from TNA um, Ring of Honor I think he went to Ring of Honor too and then he went to Japan no I think he went right I remember what he did in between but I know from Japan his his career ended up going right into WWE at the end of the day segued in but he's got a big history and and fans love him in Japan <clears throat> so this is weird right to some people I guess when they see that um, you know some people might think why is AJ wearing a mask well you no know, we've seen this over time you know uh, in Japan 
Uh, it's just it's a character, it's a gimmick. Um, people understand it. It's different. Like it, it's kind of like a um, uh, how do I explain? Like um, Dennis, were you shocked when you saw this? You weren't shocked, right? Were you a little surprised? I wasn't or? shocked. Uh, I, I more of a homage or a callback. Yeah, would be it's the, just, you know, it, yeah, it's um, it's just it's, he's like an a, entertainer. It's performing, you know, like a nod to the fans. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Jim Wells says he met up with the Bullet Club too. Okay, well they had, they had to do that. I I don't I didn't see the show or read about it, so um, I knew about this. Some people told me, and then uh, we were doing some uh, pre uh, we were doing some uh, what do you call it um, uh, research for the show, and, and we grabbed it. So um, so Chairman. Uh, Chairman is uh, calling to the Taz show here. Uh, Chairman, uh, you're on the air right here in the Taz show. Uh, so uh, what's going on, buddy? You're saying he wore a Bullet Club mask at Wrestle Kingdom, as we say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Styles wore, wore a Bullet Club mask or something along those lines when he, he was in Japan back in the day. Uh, not, but on a regular basis? I didn't know that, to be honest with you. No. No, it was it was uh, Wrestle Kingdom. It's their version of WrestleMania, so he wore it for their big event. Right, right. And, I do. I uh, actually did know that. Uh, I, I, you yeah, know, thanks, I, Chan, for sharing <laughs> it. I appreciate that. I just didn't yeah, watch, yeah. but I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I knew you knew that. I was uh, telling Dennis of, and Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're marks. Exactly. I hear you. Yeah, De- Dennis and Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. How else can I help you, sir? Uh, first, can I say a beautiful tribute to my favorite manager of all time and a big part of my childhood, Bobby Heenan. Thank you. Oh, and thank well, you. In the beginning. Yeah, it was well said. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you uh, liking that, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's awkward. The uh, best that I could do, the little bit I can do for my show, with my show, towards respecting someone like uh, like uh, Mr. Heenan for sure, you know. So I'm glad you liked that. Yeah, no, I did. I loved it. And uh, he's always my favorite. When I grew up, I loved him. He was always funny. And, I know. And, I know. Uh, he's the best. Yeah. yeah. I took so much from him. Like, when I went to school, I, I used a lot of his lines all the time. And <laughs> I love him. Yeah, yeah no, he uh, you know, he had both gimmicks. As you know, he was the weasel. He was the brain. You know, he uh, just was anything they threw at him, you know, he succeeded in. No matter if it was commentary, managing in the studio, which is different than being, I've talked about this before, it's different being a color commentator than being an in-studio commentator, and he's done both uh, successfully. Yeah. Great, yeah. just the best. Yeah, you think uh, Jerry Lawler took a little bit from Bobby Heenan? kind of seems like it. Absolutely, me. I mean, you know, I yeah. think, I think uh, definitely, I think a lot of us did. A lot of color commentators definitely took some of, um, you know, uh, I, I think, to your point, I think Jerry Lawler definitely uh, did because of the one-liners, and that's what with co- color commentary. That's what Bobby Heenan would do a lot with one-liner zingers, and then we saw Jerry Lawler do that. Um, you know, not too many years after you know, Bobby Heenan did it, probably during the same time, like when Bobby Heenan late in his career went to Nitro. Right? I would think that uh, I'm trying to remember because I was in ECW, so I wasn't paying that much attention. But I guess yeah. Lawler was still on Raw, was on Raw, and he was yeah. doing yeah. So probably during a crossover time. But I would definitely, to your point. Definitely say, yeah, yeah, and to answer your question, influenced Jerry the King Lawler as a commentator for sure, did Bobby yeah. Heenan. But he influenced so many of us, you know, uh, commentators, seriously. I just saw um, earlier today or this morning a tweet by Corey Graves and uh, paying respect towards Bobby Heenan. And I can't remember, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, if it wasn't for him, there'd be no me. That's what he's saying. And yeah. well, what he's saying, he's paying respect, saying that, you know, this, this guy here, this man, 
paved, paved the trail for color commentators. Absolutely. Uh, same with me. I, I, you know, and I wasn't a one-line guy, but any color commentator that had any kind of wit or humor to them, uh, you have to look at they, I know I was, was influenced by Bobby Heenan. You know? yeah. Again, influenced is different than hacking, you know, and I talk oh, yeah. about that a lot. When you're influenced or you take elements and you make them your own, and that's what I think people need to do as wrestlers too and I know I've done that with someone <clears throat> like Jesse Ventura and Bobby Heenan uh, and a guy named Joe Morgan um, the baseball commentator for ESPN Sunday Night Baseball back in the day a great second baseman for the um, uh, Cincinnati Reds Joe Morgan in Hall of Fame Dennis do you know? Yeah absolutely He is right? Yeah so I, I was a big mark I don't know if you, if you ever heard me say that before uh, Chan on the show Oh yeah <clears throat> You heard me say this about Joe Morgan? Loved him yeah, yeah, no, I, I've I've heard of that. Yeah. And I, I, so I would take like a potpourri of a couple of different people, and those three of three of them for my commentary, you know, where it was like a, it sounds like a weird mix, I know, but Joe Morgan and Jesse Ventura, Bobby Heenan, like just little elements, and and find my own groove, you know, and I think that being influenced by a great legend like Bobby Heenan in all distant facets is awesome. I noticed that you're double dipping, Chan. Uh, you're putting comments on Facebook while you're on the Taz show. That's kind of annoying me. I have to be honest with you. That's that's a little annoying. That's a little annoying. What are you nuts? It's a little annoying. I got to be honest. It's a little. It's a little too much Chan for the team here. I'm just telling you. That. You know what I'm saying? Tommy uh, Hartley, uh, Jesus Chan. Uh, so I guess you are now a man of the cloth to your Jesus. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else I can help you with? This will be called yeah. the Chan Man segment two. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. What's um, up? I, I like I like to give my off off the hooks. If oh, I can. you do, huh? Well, that's yeah. funny. You can do that with us because we have to give the third off the hook. So you will give one and two. Dennis will recap all of ours. No, he won't. I have him. Oh, fancy Dan. So let's let Dennis recap this. Hold on there, Chan. So. Okay, what was my first two? So the people on Facebook, the egomaniacs, can get a little bit of the show here from earlier. Pigs in the Blanket with Mustard against Pigs in the Blanket with Ketchup. And there was a name for this match that I need named it, I believe. Uh, That I don't remember. Oh, thank you. At least you're honest. Honesty is the best policy. It's called No Pigs Barred. Like No Holes Barred, No Pigs Barred. Catchy. Okay, that's about marketing. And what was yours? Uh, My first two were the Chili Cheese Dog versus the... Give one. You only gave my one. Give one. Go. Chili cheese dog versus double bacon cheeseburger. And what was yours? It was slider burgers versus slider Cuban sandwiches. All right, Chan, give your first one. All right, my first one is the weedy match. That's uh, spicy hot links versus a bacon wrap Costco all beef kosher Polish dog. Boom. Dig it! Uh, Polish dog, is that the kobasi? Uh No, no. Polish dog, uh, that's the. Uh, it, it has, like, little pepper in, the, in there. I, I don't think it's a kobashi. It's not that. So, not kobashi. Uh, Kobashi's a wrestler. Kilbasi. Are you Polish, Kil- Chairman? Kil- Are you Polish? No, I am not Polish. Okay. Got it. Stop! Okay. Then now, so the second match for me was an all-carbs match. It was mac and cheese versus buttercorn on a stick. Dennis, your, your second match was... Uh, this was a little. This is where I got in a little hot water. I went with the King's Hawaiian uh, Ham and Swiss... Against my mother's meatballs. Oh, watch that. Easy now. Okay, and we'll get an update from Mrs. Uh, Mama Lumberjack on that. And, uh, and what was your second? Everyone gets a blanket match. It was the bacon-wrapped hot dog versus the pigs in a blanket. Okay. Um, now we're up to number three. So, Chan, give you number two first. Then we'll do number three. How about that? 
My number two is a Hamburg match. It's a third pound bacon cheeseburger with habanero cheese versus a third pound bacon cheeseburger with provolone cheese. What is it? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let me get this straight. Hold on a second. What is this third pound thing? What does that even mean, bro? What is that? Well, I, not not a quarter pound. I, I I go when I go get my uh, hamburger meats. I make sure I get the third pound, thirty three percent. You know. Wait, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get this straight. So, wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. So, so, you're going to the butcher to get your meat, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't well, ask. Well, for, well, what kind? Uh, we, we we don't have butchers here. What, we just have. What are you in California? What is it a different? What is that Mars? Uh, California don't have butchers. <laughs> what are you? What are you in Pluto? What is that? Well, we go to like Ralph's or Stater Brothers, you know. It's, it's Ralph's. They, they, have, they, they have like a butcher there, but we don't have like a butcher. butcher what the butcher. fuck kind of deal is that, bro? Are you kidding me? No, that's what it is. It's just uh, we we don't really have uh, regular butchers. Oh, uh, well, who do who do all the wives cheat with? Well, how does that work? They cheat with the butcher. <laughs> well, you either go to Ralph's or Stater Brothers or, or one of those type of stores, and they got a guy over there with a with a knife. Oh, yeah. I guess you could call him a butcher, but he's actually called a butcher. Actual... If he's cutting yeah. meat, if he's chopping his meat up, then he's a butcher, son. Come on, All pay right. attention. I'll, so I'll go to the butcher at Stater Brothers, right. and uh, he he gets me the third pound meat. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I get. The one that's a, the the one that's a third, third pound, pound. That's like a slider, small. Is that too small? What do you get? Half pound? Well, half pound's bigger than a third. No, do the math. Yeah, half pound is bigger than there. Okay, so you're getting a baby bear burger. It's a baby at Slaughter. It's like White Castle, but different. Uh, third pound's uh, bigger than, uh, uh, it's bigger than a Slider. No one cares. Okay, so my third match is uh, Wings in a Cell. <laughs> okay, you people have heard of Hell in a Cell. This is called Wings in a Cell. Hot versus mild, simple, mild does the job, hot destroys and kicks the living shit out of mild in Wings in a Cell. Who's second? Go. That would be me. I'm also doing, I'm not doing wing versus wing, but it's a tailgate. Wing's got to be. You're a hack. You, sir, are a hack. You're hacking me. No, I'm taking influences from you. Okay, well said. I'm not doing hot and mild. I'm doing wings all encompassing. So your favorite flavor, you can have some like Asian teriyaki. You can have hot. I'm a big, uh, there's a a local (sighs) pub by me that does garbage and they mix it all together. Yeah. Hot, mild, teriyaki. Uh, all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, Throw it all in there. Okay. I'm putting that up against brisket, sliced brisket. Straight brisket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Man Jones. I got gotcha. you. That's a tailgate delight. We had a guy tweet before. He was telling us uh, that his uh, app is working fine. The Radio.com app. He made a comment. It was interesting. I don't know if you heard this, uh, anybody. If you read this, he said, um, basically, uh, I don't want to say his name. He was talking about, he goes, uh, I took a big meat shit in my undies. Works fine. Okay. So I replied, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Which? Thanks. Uh, Skidmark Jones. Uh, that's what that is right there. <laughs> Skidmark Jones. Skidmark Jones will wrestle Spoiler Jones in an upcoming event for a tag show. <laughs> Skidmark Jones. Yeah, we got a lot of crazy people that joined uh, in here. Uh, Chan, man, you know that. I have no idea what's going on behind me, but that's a whole other story. Uh, Chan, are you ready? Who's going on? Uh, what's your third match? Come on, I got to go to break. I'm late. Come on. My third match is uh, sausage and peppers versus a cheese stuffed brat. Spicy brat. Well done. And you bring the wood. I respect it. And Chan, your third. Go. 
All right, my third match, I hope you don't get mad at me, but it's almost the same as yours. It's a wings match. First, it's ghost pepper, naked grilled wings versus garlic parmesan, naked grilled wings, and both of them dipped in ranch. All right, I respect that game, son. I do. Chairman, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you. Love you both. Thank you for letting me be on for so long. Oh, you're the man. It. Take care, pal. Chairman, ladies and gentlemen. I right, look, going to break right here outside of break, give you a little raw preview. We're on Facebook Live. We're kicking ass, taking names. Taz Show, be right back. All right, guys, we're back here at Taz Show, Fourth Quarter City. We're on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. We will uh, get into some um, some uh, raw preview before we wrap this thing up here. First, I want to tell you about uh, get yourself on track this fall with a new set of Kumo tires and save up to $70 through October 31st. So make sure you go uh, to kumousa.com, find your dealer, Yo, check it out, man. Kumo, ultra high performance wherever you ride. Your ride will take you, dude, and safe. These tires are safe. They perform greatly. Okay, Kuma Tire will provide you with the best ride on the open road. That's a fact. Seriously. Kuma Tires are engineered and built to meet any challenge and weather conditions that might come your way while you're driving your car. So you can't go wrong with Kumo. When your car demands ultra high performance handling, comfort and control be sure to choose kumo tires to get to your destination again that's kumo k-u-m-h-o usa.com go check them out real deal they support the taz show we support them <laughs> so it's done please close that door i don't want to deal with these people that work in this, this building but we start the show now later so there are people in work or at work they walk around they look at me through the window like i'm at the friggin' zoo like i'm a friggin' Like I'm some kind of like a freaking, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a freaking silverback. You know, I was going to say a gorilla. Gorilla, bucket. Yeah. You know, I don't need it. I'm not, I'm not a lion. I'm not a tiger. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. You're a human being. I'm human. I'm a human. I am not an animal. I'm going to kick your ass. It's unbelievable. So, you got Royal coming up tonight. Um, so... They're going to be in San Jose, California. So no mercy, go home, folks. So we get the pay-per-view next Sunday. No mercy. So we'll see what they're going to have going on here. We talked earlier that John Cena was in uh, China. Was he in China? Where China. was he in China? That's where he was? I think so. I, yeah, hey, so he's got to get to San Jose. I love China. So uh, we'll see if he can make it in there um, tonight to do the live show. Martyr Jones, he asks. So uh, <laughs> he will have to get on his uh, Learjet or someone's jet, and they'll get him now. He'll be there. Big go home. Got to do it. Got to be there. He'll be there. I believe he'll be there. Um, what's the other deal? So that's what they got on the docket for the Raw preview that uh, WWE, this is what WWE put out there. So they got uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax aims to knock Alexa Bliss off her pedestal. The story's weird, man. I got to tell you, like, because it's like, you know, we saw when uh, Alexa won the title a couple weeks ago. Nia came out, celebrated, then turned on her, dropped her backwards. And then it's like they're friends, but they're not. Like, uh, Nia's playing with her, but then Nia's 
I guess, messing with her, playing head games with her. It's kind of a weird story, I mean, in my opinion. So, but I think they're going full throttle here with Nia. I think she's going to be new champion. Uh, you know what I mean? Kind of weird, in your opinion? Yeah, a little off, because uh, Alexa's a, uh, a Madoff, and <laughs> when Nia turned, it wasn't quite... A happy jack move. Look at this. It's thrown in the vernacular of Markology. The more you say it, people like you and fans call in, the more it will catch. The more it will catch. That's right. Speaking of people that are neither happy jacks or madoffs, heels or baby faces, will Roman Reigns or John Cena, who gets the final word before No Mercy? Ah, final word Jones, yes. That's what this whole bit's been about. The promo, 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 back and forth, back and forth. Who, who, who? Um, final word, well, maybe they mean physicality. I would do it somehow, some way. I'd have Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns win this match on Sunday at No Mercy. I would have John Cena somehow get into a physical confrontation if he does make it in from China, for sure. I would have him, uh, Cena definitely um, uh, get the better physically of Roman Reigns tonight for sure. I love China. That's what I would do. That's how I would handle it. Um, I'm just saying. I know the guy's coming in from a long flight because I, I do think you got to have John Cena do the J-O-B, the job at No Mercy, in my opinion. Did we come up with a thing for Mark Algy for job? No, we, not yet. I it feel should like... just be trabajo. Ooh. Isn't that in Spanish? Trabajo! Is that how you say job in Spanish? I think that's work. And you know Spanish? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Got it. That worked well. Um, there's a lot of things that I go to Anthony for, and that's kind of the response. Oh, we still have to get to your mom's uh, texts. You're not good at carrying over or reminding the host of things, are you? Well, now I'm looking up. So, job is trabajo, but it's also work. Okay. So. So. We could do something different. You could talk to the people and see what's on the docket for that. A lot of blue thumbs up on Facebook Live right now. People are running amok. Um, I got uh, people saying they're talking in Spanish. Uh, Alex, Alexis, Alexis Cardoza, trabajo is job. Tra, trajaja is work. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it right. I apologize. But thank you for sharing. Mm. Mike. Stamboni, I disagree. Uh, Roman has beaten them all, and Cena shouldn't be one of them. Yes, he should, Mike. Um, yes, he should. You can disagree, and I respect that, but I'm telling you why you're wrong and I'm right, because John Cena is older <laughs> than, than this guy here, and this guy is uh, the future and current, meaning Roman Reigns, where John Cena's not. you, you got to worry about the future and current. So that, that, that's important. That's where the money lies. And uh, I can promise you Vince McMahon knows that. Okay. I can promise you Vince knows that. A little rusty uh, vacation. <laughs> I can promise you take two that Vince knows that. You know what I mean, Dennis? Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. So I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So uh, so that's the deal. So what else we got here? Let's see. Uh, Michael Finley on Facebook Live. Passing the torch, Jones. Yes. Well said. He understands. He understands. So we got Braun Strowman. It just says for the Raw preview, uh, what WWE has is Braun Strowman shows no mercy. So I would assume that you got to have Brock there in person, and Braun's going to do something. 
physically to somebody. I'd have him run, run rough shy. Oh, wait, how'd, how'd uh... Rum shot. That's how Anthony said it. And how'd you say it that time? Running rum shot. No, no. But you said it. How'd he say it? He we were talking it. about the Rangers, and I, uh. Yeah. I nailed it. No, you didn't nail it, bro. <laughs> you definitely didn't nail it, that I could tell you. And I nailed it. Uh, I was just running rum shot. <laughs> what did he say? I'm having a problem with my gimmick here. Hold on a minute. What did he say? I'm talking about my computer. Did he say rum shot? Yeah, did you say rum shot or rum shot? Rum shot. It's not that's not how you say it. That's the problem. It's rum shot. No, yeah, I know. I just shot my shot. You know, I, I was hoping that it was right and it was completely wrong. Uh, gotcha. That's awesome. That's great. Seriously. It's great. Uh, Uh, are we having a uh, internet? Oh, we're not having a problem with the internets. Okay, that's fine. Uh, hey, uh, Ray in uh, St. Louis, uh, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, homie? Uh, first things first, cover the yam bags. First time, long time. Oh, look at this. I the yam bag. There he is. All right, Big Ray, talk to me. I just want to give my off the hooks to start with. Yes, sir. First uh, is the battle of the chips. Chips and cheese. Versus chips and salsa. Hey, listen, that right there, sir, is a winner, and it's a good opening match. Uh, what's your next? My next is the uh, triple wing challenge. Ooh, yes, honey mustard wings versus barbecue wings versus sweet and spicy wings. Well done, my friend. You are two for two. You're looking good. What's your main event? The final is the championship match. We have your hot dog with yellow mustard, pickle slice, tomato slice, and spear on a poppy seed bun, a.k.a. Chicago Don. Mm. Chicago dog. Okay, got it. Yeah. Versus the king of all kings, the bratwurst with sauerkraut and brown mustard. My friend, you did what we call here on the Taz Show for a first time, long time. You brought the wood, my friend. Yes, you did. Yes. Uh, great job, my friend. Great job. I appreciate it, Ray. Thank you very much for calling. Those were off the hooks done perfectly. That's a guy who knows his shit, as they say. Right or wrong, Dennis? That guy was on point right there. <laughs> yep. Three great matches. Yes. Six delicious food items. He was on point. New Succinct. Guy. New guy, Jones. Right to the point. Did not play around. That's how, let me learn you. That's how you do things. That's how you become someone we love here on the Tash Show. Who wants to walk with Elias? I'm just telling you. That's how. That's how you do it. You learn from a guy like that. You learn from a guy like that. So, uh, right now I got, uh, you know who just texted me? Our favorite Viking. <sighs> He's upset over the whole Bradford. You know, the quarterback situation in, in uh, Minnesota. I don't blame him. That He was at the game. Oh, this, he was? This guy don't play around. He was in Pittsburgh at the game. Yeah. He's all over the place. See, Robbie don't play around, bro. He's all big. I miss him being a producer. I really do. Damn. I wonder if there's a way to get him back. I'll send him a text. Sorry, bro. Inside voice. That's, uh, sorry. <laughs> Seth. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> I'm calling him as we speak. I love Robbie. <laughs> what would it be like Seth telling me Robbie's the way to go? How would that combo go? Could you imagine that? Well, uh, 
I'm gonna sit you down. You gotta hear this. I'm gonna sit you down. I love this. <laughs> We're gonna have a chat. It's about a Viking. It's got horns. Loves the purple people eaters. We need him back. I'm fat. No, no, no. I'm not. I do yoga. My carb intake is zero. It's a preview of dead air. I only eat kale. I'm quinoa. fat. I'm fat. Come on! Tell me the story. Well, we need him back. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. <laughs> he just goes, we need him back. We need Robbie back. I don't know what story. I don't know. There's no story. We just hate the, we hate the fat redhead. We want the other one. <laughs> That's the fact. Oh, my God. It never ends. It never ends. Mm -mm -mm. It never ends on the show. There's always... <sighs> There's always something. Last call of the day. We got Kyle. We got... Oh, hey, Kyle in Green Bay. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? What's up? Uh, your Johnsonville brats and beer and cheese curds. <laughs> We're famous for that real well. Packer football. And yes. I... I I, I, I know you always make fun of me, Taz, when I come on your live feed. No, no it's okay. You. But look, I want to ask you about your Packers. Yeah, I know. They, they got kind of demolished. That sucks. <laughs> I like the Pack. I mean, it sucks. I mean, you know. Um, yep, I know you do. And Yeah, I like even, them. Even Shane Douglas told me that on Friday uh, he, he likes the Packers, too. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, from the franchise, uh, I had to call and talk <laughs> to you, Taz. Oh, that's cool, I, bro. What's up, man? Yep. Yep, good. Not much, not much. Good to talk to you guys. Good talking to you, bro. So, your, your, what's your your favorite? You got like off the hooks. So you just like certain foods you want to talk about in Green Bay? There, I like the the bratwurst and the beef sticks from this Connaught meats in Denmark, and and it, 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 we got lots of good food here in I know. Wisconsin. You're big into, I know you guys do. I've been there enough, and it's definitely great food, great people, great beer too. You guys don't dick around with your beer. That's a shoot. Um, when we want. I'm telling you, let me ask you a question. I have a question for you. Yep, Teach buddy. me the difference, like, if you don't know, don't lie. Tell the truth. Like, the knockwurst, the bratwurst. Well, I, I like them both. I think I like the bratwurst better. It's more of a white texture. What is the main difference there? I think one's spicy and one's not spicy. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, but I should send you guys some bratwurst out there in New York. Yeah, what, raw bone jones? You're going to put an ice packet? What are you going to do with it? You're going to cook it. What are you doing with it? I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> come and make you come to Wisconsin for a Packer game. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I would love to do that. No one cares. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That'd be good, though. Kyle, but I appreciate your calling, buddy. Thank you very much for being the last caller of the day. What a strange cat right there. Um, very passionate about his like brat. Wisconsin thing going on there. I know they put a little qualifier on the question I had because I kind of stumped him. That's what I do to people. I asked him a question, and he was like, I think one is more spicy than the other. That's what he said. He said, I think. As long as it has worst in the end, I'm eating it. Well, no one does worst like you. That sure serves a shoot. Yes. Should they call it a shoot. Uh, what is this text from your mother that we use as a hook? And I'd like to hear it. So. Now let's set up. She got upset. Your mother got upset because you said about meatballs. That she, you love her, that she has great meatballs or whatever you said. Oh, delicious balls. <clears throat> so I. Uh, I screwed up. First off, I screwed up what, what's in it. I don't know the ingredients. Um, so I we were discussing my mother's balls. So she didn't take kindly to that. So she texted me, 
don't be talking about my balls. I have more than you. Wow. And it's a jar of chili sauce with a can of cranberry sauce. Wow. If you're going to talk about me, get it right. Yeah, well, there it is. Welcome to the upbringing of Dennis, ladies and gentlemen. That right there kind of shows you what it's about. That is it. So she said she's got more balls than you. That means you got no guts. You got no intestinal fortitude. Basically is what your mother's saying on the air, right? No. See, I interpreted that with that I have some. It's just that she has so much more. Slamming bods and beyond. I understand. I totally get it. It's insane that your mother would speak to you that way. But I think it's, uh, I think it's amazing. It's spectacular. It's something to hear. Fascinating. Uh, seriously, it really is. So, um, and that's the last time we talk about my mother's balls on air. No problem. Now, you know her better than anyone. Do you think she's really upset or not? Uh, yeah, well said. <laughs> well <laughs> said. <laughs> Hey, yeah, uh, and, and he makes fun of you. How about that? I know, but it's mom. Uh, moms always have more power. Yeah, no doubt. Your mom listens to the show also, don't, isn't that correct? She does. She enjoys it. <sighs> That's great. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting to me that, uh, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I, guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's interesting that you guys as kids, that uh, your moms both still love you, and uh, they support your careers or whatever you people do here, uh, kind of. Dennis mm. is making a face. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. I'm not really sure why he made that face, but he didn't. Uh, so. I'm just a loser. Gabriel Rowland, Facebook Live, do the hucklebuck. <laughs> That's an old school Taz show fan right there, Dennis. You don't even know what that is, do you? It Were you sounds... on the show when I did the hucklebuck? I was not on the show. I would love for you to do the hucklebuck. Do you know what the hucklebuck is? Honeymooners, I believe, yes, right? well said, my friend. Well said. Uh, well, I got to give credit to someone here before I get into the Hucklebuck. This is kind of quasi-breaking news. Um, and I have to credit uh, the Mike Johnson, because uh, I'm not a hack. I do things the right way. Uh, this is interesting, and I tell you what, it's funny, because I was just talking to someone about this the other day, and this is no bullshit. Um, someone that works for TNA, actually, not WWE. And we were talking about this. Uh, this is uh, definitely interesting. WWE bringing back Starcade as a live event uh, to Greensboro, North Carolina, November 25th. Wow. Main events. Uh, what do we got here? Jinda, I can't read some of this. Jinda versus Charlotte versus Natalia. Wow. Starcade. Good shit. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. There you go. So, <laughs> spoilers, man. Oh well, no, it's it's a live event though. It's making a big deal. I don't think that's a spoiler. I mean, that's a spoiler. I don't know. You think that, really? Seriously, you think that's a spoiler? I don't know. Really, I don't think so. Was that a spoiler? I mean, uh, breaking I news. Mike's our lead reporter. If if he if he has news, I gotta you know. He, he, it's very rare he gives me something. I mean, I think the Starcade definitely is, and then the matches itself maybe not so much. The matches are a spoiler. I think so. Oh, I apologize. I, I didn't mean to spoil it for anyone. I mean, you didn't say who who's going to be victorious, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We bring the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. Here, we're The Charger fans hate this. 
Charger fans are pissed right now. It's a great song. How's that coming along? Remember we were supposed to do a mock of this, a hack of this for the Taz show? You guys still work on that for the past six months? How we doing? Yep. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. That's great. Way to be on top of it, son. Just setting the table. So when you get fired, you know why. So that's it. Just because of that song. <sighs> anyway. Oh, wow. We are just about out of time, as they say. <laughs> and look at that. <laughs> Jay Munoz. Tell us who you got tonight. Monday Night Football game. Jay. <laughs> Chatted on this earlier, homeboy. I'm going with those Detroit Lions. That's right. Golden Tate. I need 22 points. What do I need from Golden Tate? A little more than 22. You need... How many uh, touchdowns does he need? Three? He ain't getting that. You are down 94-129. You're down about 25 points. Who's going to cover him, bro, on your defense there? Uh, is Golden Tate the number one option? Yeah, I think he is. Eli Eli Apple take care of him. I like Eli uh, Apple. Janoris Jenkins. Okay. By the way, uh, for those Dallas Cowboy fans, what's going on with your coach? Uh, Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett, Ginger Jones. He, um, The Broncos, Anthony's Broncos beat the piss out of him. And he was on a press conference, I noticed. He looks like he just ran 20 miles. He's sweating like a pig. He looks like you, Dennis, when you're eating a beck. Like, sweating and, and panting. He was sweating. Like, when you guys watch the press conference today of Jason Garrett, who did the job, he's sweating like a bastard. Jason Sten, all caps, talk about wrestling. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. They laid that short. Okay. So, that's the deal. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, he's sweating like a son of a bitch, man. Why was that? I wonder why. Dennis! Talk to you, bro. Oh, Fuck. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I got an email from a hey, higher up. I did you a... see that in? Like, what? You started talking about Bex and he started dreaming about yeah, it. Uh, I know. He, he started uh, start to fall asleep belly. on air. You never want that. Stop. <laughs> God forbid he would do something like that. Jesus. Tom Hartley, Dennis was sleeping. <coughs> yeah, I know. He really was. <laughs> Do you have any pride? Why no. must you be John Belushi, bro? You're, you're not a little kid. You're not a teenager. John Belushi was an old man. No, but I'm talking, when I say John Belushi, I'm talking about uh, Plutarski? Plutowski in Animal House. That's Why do you got to be this guy? I don't mind if you want to be him on the air, but dude, you really like him for real. I was, I was legitimately reading an email. <laughs> All right, I didn't know that. Gotcha. And you just happened to go to me. Holy it. shit! Oh, that was funny. Who reads an email looking like this? Well, I mean, I was definitely thinking about the Beck, but <laughs> reading the email and thinking about the food. Yeah, that your mother sent you another text. No, no, this was uh... you stupid ass, you <laughs> prick. <laughs> yeah, that's well. coming. Anyway, <coughs> Bill Sonneville, I'm a zit. Get it? Do <laughs> you know that line? That was from, actually, that's... Was that from Animal was, House? I think that's uh, one of the lines Belushi had. He was funny in that movie. Yeah. All right, well, I guess that's that. So uh, tonight, uh, what do you got going on there? You got the friggin' uh, Monday Night Football. Is it one game tonight? Just the Cowboys and Lions? 
Giants. I mean, kind of made a mistake. Too many chair shots. I mean, you're NFC. They're all the same. Uh, Giants. Uh, Giants. They win navy blue. Giants and the uh, Lions are the only game. Correct. Yes. You you talked a lot of smoke before and bragged braggadocious, of uh, and took uh, happiness in the fact that the Cowboys <laughs> got beat up. By the well, Broncos, I, no, and there's a lot of Cowboy fans that like this show and and listen to the show. They were very, they were eerily quiet today. Had no problem calling in last week and and dancing on my grave, but all of a sudden, you know, you guys get walloped by the Broncos. Congrats, Ant. They're waiting and for they're, the win tonight for the Lions. That's why Joe Scallo, your boyfriend Dennis, uh, he said uh, Royal Blue Taz. Yeah, I know the Giants were Royal Blue. Hey, you know what, Joe? You want to talk about colors? Bro, you want royal blue, cobalt blue? You want a turquoise? You want a seafoam green? You want a navy blue? You want a midnight blue? What do you want? What kind of blue you want to talk? You want to talk blue? I'm wearing blue. I'm blue boy. Look at me. I got nothing but blue on. Right or wrong? And, and, I'm, I'm, I'm smothered in blue. Blued out head to toe. Yes. <laughs> Blued out at Yucca Flats. <laughs> <laughs> Blued out. He said it. He said, Blued out. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's what the Giants are going to do to the Lions tonight. Tell me about Blue down. Tell me about Blue. Yeah, friggin' break. Schnee-schnee-schnee-bits. She's your friend. Your friend's <laughs> staying on top of the show. It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that is. The whole thing's annoying. It's just like, you know. Since you got on this show, Dennis, the whole thing's just been a wreck. I mean, I hate to say that publicly, but Mr. Pimento no. and I talk about it. It's just the whole thing's a wreck. Brutal. Brutal. The whole thing. Brilliant. Mark Loth, Taz has the O-line coach gear on today. Yes, Hot Jacket Jones. Uh-oh, look, 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 peeking through the window. Look who it is. Seth, bro. Oh, this is my nightmare. He wants to come on through the window. Frosted glass Jones. Come on in. Seth, uh. come on in the show. Yeah, I'll get yourself a chair, sir. Sit down. Turn this mic on over here. Get a chair. Look, he's exactly. See, he acts it's, like, I don't want to come eyes on. Lit up. No, no, but you see him? He's like, I don't want to come on. Yeah, right. sure I will. He's like, no, no, he's I can't. Friend. He never comes get your ass in here. I'm on Fifth Quarter Whoa, City. Oh, you hear that? Fifth Quarter City. Uh, welcome into the show. Yeah, here he is. Seth, the original producer of KFJ of the Taz Show. Oh, watch this wreck. Don't worry about that. We can buy more. We got nothing but money here. Can we get the app fixed? Uh, that's the other. <laughs> He's cracking up. <laughs> oh, you're wrecking a joint, you fuck. Uh, where's my turn this shit on here? Come on. Yeah. All right, so uh, what's with the app, sir? It broke it. <laughs> That's not your uh, okay. Put the mask down. That's I, not. That's not. You put the hood down. So that's not your responsibility. The mask. I mean the uh, mask. <laughs> the mask yeah. is my responsibility. <laughs> I am in charge of this mask. Uh, <laughs> this the, one. The mil mascaras. Yes. Uh, is or is it Mysterio? No, that's mil mascaras. All right. That's mil mascaras. I'm surprised at you. You're usually a historian in the business. Yeah. You don't know the difference between mil mascaras. I don't. I don't sleep. No, really, I'm very surprised. I'm disappointed in you. I'm used to being disappointed by producers, though. But I digress. You got the glaze, or you want the chocolate? Krispy Kreme. Oh, you you getting donuts? They're they're here. Donuts are here. Yeah. What's, the, what's the occasion? Is this a ba- yeah. bagel? I'm trying, trying to get you smooth things one over? step closer to the grave. Someone's getting fired. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Someone's getting fired. We're That's... celebrating the launch of the new app. <laughs> I um. <laughs> I can't help it. I apologize. That's good shit right there. Aunt, oh yeah. Aunt just asked me to 
ask you about the Bagel Club on Friday. Oh, I, oh, dude, I didn't tell you. This is big news. Oh, what happened? I'm still laughing about this. <laughs> Celebrating the new app. We launched a new app, Radio.com. It's killer. <laughs> I mean, but if you want to listen to the show, go to Facebook Live. But the app is oh, really good. Oh, my Lord. Um, Bagel Club. I had a little oh. incident Friday. Oh, oh yeah. Because I am not a man. Believe it or not, even though I am a Hebrew and Shebrew, <laughs> maybe just one. Calling a I shot. Did, <laughs> I did not. Good morning, I Hebrews not, and I did not belong to the bagel club. What happened? So, but I decided Friday, you know what? I've been here 10 years. Yeah. If I want a bagel, I'm going to go over and get no. a bagel. Damn right. That's a mistake. <laughs> it was. I got Doug as a witness if you want. What happened? She called me out. She goes, Seth, you are not a member of the bagel club. I said, yes. <laughs> I told you. That is true. But, dude. but I've been here 10 years. That, that, that means I am entitled to half a bagel. So I took my half a bagel. And I made it, and I hate it. Bro, is it a money thing with these people? I mean, really? Is remember, upset? remember Pat? He used to run the Bagel Club. He said I couldn't join because it had to be an even number. Which Pat? The other Pat, not your old, Pat. Old school Pat. Not Pat McGroin. Remember Pat that you that would uh, just be a yeah, you, thorn in your you side? Were, you did not like him. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. So he wasn't allowed to be in the Bagel Club. What about Pat McGroin? Is he in there? He's in it. But when it's his week, it goes cheap. Forget it. You run out of uh, uh, spread plain, and stuff. Just yeah. plain bagels yeah. and uh, just cream cheese. Plain. Old, no, day old bagels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper. Uh, so this is a chuck for your tire. Yeah, yes. it's a good time, yeah, Bagel yeah. Club. So you had a problem yeah. with the Bagel Club. So what about the fight? I know you want to talk about the uh -oh. fight real quick. Then I got to let you go because I got to go. I got things to do. It was a good fight. I did not see the fight. Was it Triple G? Triple G versus Canelo Alvarez uh, for the middleweight championship. I think three out of the four belts. Mm. It was a really good fight. Um... Triple G is just a stalker, man. He'll just yeah. he'll just cut the ring, cut and, and stalk you. He won the fight, but they called it a draw. So I say a little bit of a work, huh? I saw it's, your tweet late yes, at night. It's a total work. Um, one of the judges had it one eighteen, one ten, which she said Canelo won ten out of twelve rounds, Ooh. which was insane. Everybody yeah. went crazy on the internet over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, I think De La Hoya, like uh, Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez is his cash cow. That's how he makes money. He's right. the biggest draw in pay per view boxing. Yeah, yeah. I think he had one judge say, give it big to uh, Canelo. He had another judge give yeah. it a draw. And uh -huh. the other judge could do whatever he wants. It wouldn't matter. How do we get Robbie back as the producer's attached? I can just text him right now. Right. What's Dennis going to do then? Uh, join the bagel club. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. If you're not going to be here, you can't join the bagel club. Seth, I'm so happy. Is his you, mom going to take care of him? You broke his mother text. She's processed. Man, she said she got more balls than him. Yeah. Um, Cranberry sauce or she, something. You heard about that. Sugar. Some weird stuff yeah. that went upstate New York over there. Weird. It's people. good. So, yeah, but look at uh, yeah. you. You break down boxing. You're uh, you know wrestling. You know football. You sir are what they call a well-educated, well-prepared producer. Hence, your title has the word lead, L-E-A-D, not Ooh. lead, lead producer, because you're in charge of people like Dennis. Um, I'm just letting you know, yeah. uh, like the your minions under you as he puts his face in the middle of the fan, Seth, just as I'm on the air. Time uh, here. <laughs> oh, man. I walked here. It's fine. I'm sweating. How much balls is this Dennis Spitzing. Have? Spitzing. That he imitates you while you're here, and you're his boss. That's the best part of it. If it's good for the show, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, all about right. the show. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I did a little tribute earlier on a serious note to Bobby the Brain Heenan, as you know. He unfortunately passed. I know you're a big wrestling fan. I'm sure there's some... Things as you as a fan, where you watch Heenan, you want to share in it. I know you're an old school fan, so what do you got? Uh, it's interesting. I learned about him before I ever saw him on WWE from reading old magazines. And at AWA, AWA people don't realize yeah. this guy was a big bump taker. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the markology boink. is for bump. Boink. boink. He's a big boink taker. Boink. All right, yes. I corrected myself. Yes. Okay. He's a big boink taker. Um, Matt, I remember seeing magazines him covered in blood. Yes. I mean, he put his body on the line. 
as much. He was a wrestler before he, he was a manager, yes, and he yes, and yes. he's like he was the best manager ever. He really one was. of the best uh, color commentators. No, uh, no offense. No, jeez, yeah. he was. No offense. What do you mean? He was just he was just so entertaining, so funny. And when he wanted to get nasty, he got nasty, and he yeah. was just. He was a great, uh, you know. I mentioned to you uh, off air texting. Like we lost in the last couple of years, we lost three of the biggest legends in the history of the sport. I know it's uh, it's unfortunate. Dusty but, and Roddy Piper and yeah. And Bobby's been sick for a long time. I'm sure he was suffering a little bit. So yeah. I, I'm, I hope he's uh, resting peacefully now. And, uh, yes, yes. What an if, if for some of the newer fans listening, if you guys aren't familiar with Bobby Heenan, there's a lot out there now on social media. He was, oh, man. he was just so entertaining. The Whatever best. he did, he was great. I mean. I think uh, Tony Schiavone t- uh, tweeted out that you know Bobby's the one who made Nitro hit. That's what he gave him. Wow, you know? well, I did not see that, but that's cool. Yeah, Schiavone said that. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. and everyone who worked with him loved him. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. just you know there, nobody ever had a bad word to say no, about him. No, no, anybody I knew, like I was telling Mike today, Mike, as you know, was really good friends, was very great friends with Bobby, Mike, and his wife with, with the Heenans. They're very good friends, and uh, and I was saying on air that. Mike had texted me that he had visited with Bobby recently in the summer with Bobby and his wife in July. So at least Mike got to see him again and they yep. talked. You know, it's sad. He had, but he had a he had a great career. Did uh, Bobby Heenan and, and uh, thoughts and prayers with his family during this difficult time. And he worked for all the companies too. People he sure like, did all of them, and he was number one in all of them. I what mean. I said earlier, I don't know if you heard me said at the top of the show. I was talking about how Bobby Heenan. The thing was too. During his time and his prime as a manager, and as you know, in the WWF at that time, there were so many great managers. So he was competing against all these other managers during that era, you know, to get the top guys. Even though they weren't really managing those guys, it was a work, but they still were characters on air managing top guys or mid-card guys. And they all were jockeying to get the top guys. I think the advantage he had was he had chemistry with Hogan coming yeah. from AWA oh, to yeah. WWF. So Absolutely. That was definitely an advantage for him, but he was, he was, he was the yes. best. Good point, good point, good point. It's nice to be able to talk to a producer on my show that, nah, I don't want to say it, Dennis is here. Uh, anyway. No, uh, I'm not listening. That's <laughs> probably the truth. He could really care less. Who wants to walk with oh, the lions? Right, anyway, on that note, all right, Seth, uh, I'm wrapping this bitch up. I got things to do. I got some voiceover work here. You people are working me. Uh, you're going to get on top of this for the app, the radio.com app? Oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be fixed in 15, 20 minutes. That's great. There's the fight. Days. There's the the the, vi- the piss and vinegar we have here at CBS. Uh, so, dude, it's, yeah. been, it's been a long time yeah. of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Tomfoolery. Yeah. Yes, things of that nature. Oh, good one, Dennis. Wow, he contributed. You can go home now. Okay. Speaking of going home, all right, so on that note, uh, thank you, everybody who listened to the show. Seth, thanks for jumping in, buddy. Appreciate it. Donuts. Donuts. Glazed or chocolate? I've been eating good. Uh, This guy, Anthony, whatever his name is, two, one, whatever his name is, Dennis, he could have my donuts. Robbie? I'm not not eating. I can't eat that stuff. I can't. I'm I'm trying to eat good. I'm doing good. I lost weight. I'm doing good. I feel great. I look awesome. I'm ripped. All right, on that note, uh, <laughs> so that's the deal. We're, 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 I'm trying to end my show. Oh, we did this last time. Okay, uh, so let's just start that hold, over no, again. Hold on. I... Right, we can go. So that's just what I'm saying. And begin. I shouldn't have mentioned donuts. Well, thanks for everybody who watched and listened to the show. Dude, I'm glad you're here for this. Fire him! You're fired. Do something to him. Find him. Do something. Don't throw him. No, That's no, Blue Demon. Him. Don't you dare throw Blue Demon. <laughs> it's going to happen again. Uh, all right, guys, look. Thank you, everybody. Share the show on Facebook. Retweet. Bye. Thank you. I'm Tajin. <laughs> I'm hoping I won't let you go. I left my heart in the city.
Stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go. 